What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. And after all these mic issues, we're finally back and running in the studio. Right, meow. And listen, I just want to go ahead and say thank you to everyone for supporting the podcast. All the support you guys have been showing us. And if you want to support the podcast even further, don't forget to hit the like button. Hit the notification bell. If you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on YouTube, um, subscribe on Spotify, Google Play, wherever you're listening to us. You can go ahead and hit the subscribe button and hit the share button. That is going to be one of the best ways to support us. But you want to know what the real best way is? Pay us. Pay us. Money. Cash. In hand. Or you can buy a shirt. If you head over to our Instagram at Jujitsu Radio, you'll get a link. Send you straight to the store where you can buy one of the shirts that we designed like the uh hustle shirt the hustle by tom designs hustle uh, by tom <laughs> that shirt's actually doing pretty well uh you can also get one of the ranked roll shirts that uh that we designed and you can get the shut the fuck up and roll shirt one of my favorites i always get asked about that every time i, I walk around with it so you can get your own just go ahead at uh jujitsu radio on instagram and you'll get the direct link also you can follow sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ, if you, feel, if you feel like it, if you feel like it, if you find it yourself to be so generous, go ahead and uh, look him up. Hit him on the DMs. You can also follow me at Sonder Marketing. And if you haven't, you've been missing out on some cool behind the scenes on my latest photo shoots. Talk about that more into the podcast. But another way you can support the podcast is by checking out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by ChokeAloha.com. Check out ChokeAloha. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio and you'll get 20% off your entire order. Whether it's the new ranked rash guards, patches, keychains, whatever they got on that website. Whether it's new or almost old, you can go ahead and get it at discount. Yeah, because it's not. It's never new or almost. Well, it's never on the website long enough to be considered old. It yeah, always sells out. Yeah, I know. So go ahead, get yours today. Chocoloha.com promo code Jujitsu Radio. Tell them we sent you. Then check out Jujitsu Soap Co. Go to JujitsuSoapCo.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio, and you'll get ten percent off your entire order. No questions asked entire order you can get a hundred bars of soap use the promo code you're still going to get a discount you're welcome and listen i keep telling you guys it's worth every penny it's hands down the best soap you're ever going to use i use it on the daily don't let sean lie to you and say that you don't need soap you need soap go ahead and get it and you can also get yourself some heel hooker bomb you can get yourself some bath bombs you can get yourself a shirt a hat I like the shorts. Which ones? The Nogi shorts, the Rockets. Come on. What? Come on, guy. What? You know those are cool. Yeah. And you can get those at discount. They all are you, fire. All you got to do say. as the, no, they're lit. The keyword is lit. Fire is like 2010. But you can get yours at 10% off with the promo code JJRadio at JujitsuSoapCode.com. I'm telling you, pick up a bar of soap, and if you like it, order as much as you can because they do run out rather quickly. Then check out our homies over at Giraffe Choke. Go to GiraffeChoke.com. Use the promo code JJRadio, and you will save 25% off entire orders of $99 or more. Listen, Giraffe Choke is started by a friend of mine. It's about just... A, a labor of love 
They got some awesome designs. I always love rocking my Superman Punch hat. It's one of my favorite ones. You can get a Superman Punch shirt. You can get a, a heel uh, a heel hook shirt or a heel hook hat. Love them. You can also get like a bunch of stuff. They have uh, accessories like uh, phone cases, pop sockets, you name it. They got it. Get yours at giraffechoke.com. And listen, when you're sparring... Or if you're a little bit older and you're sagging a little bit low below the belt, you're going to need to cover those nuts, all right? Put those nuts in a can. You got to protect, protect the twigs and berries, your kibbles and bits. Check out DiamondMMA.com. Go to DiamondMMA.com and use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio, and you will get 10% off your order, the entire order. If you need to get two or three cups, you know, you got to have one in the car. One in your bag. One for your face. One for your face. And one for the for the punk show that you're going to go to this weekend. Go ahead. Pick it up. Promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. DiamondMMA.com. Protect the sack. What's another euphemism or whatever we can use? I don't know, but it's, I do know it's the official, unofficial cup. Of UFC. Of the UFC. Listen. If getting punched in the face is your thing and you're dodging the the shots below the belt, Diamond MMA is the way to go. Tell them we sent you. Go ahead and use the promo code. You're welcome. Now, we got a lot to cover. We got some shit to talk and some things to catch up on. Let's get this party started. You can't leave us. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with myself. Keep stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! And we're live. Holy. Cheers, buddy. Oh, man, that is echoing in these headphones. Cheers. Salute. Oh, you know what I forgot, like always? Guess what I forgot? To hit record? Well, no. Just on the video. We're still good. Now we're recording. Cheers. Everybody wants to see me. See you? See me. See my lovely face. See you. See me. Say you. Say me. Fucking classic. Stay here forever. Stay forever. I'm surprised no one's ever made the joke that Lionel Richie looks like... Um, um, Lando Calrissian. Lando. Mr. Colt 45. Billy D, Billy D, Billy D. Billy D is a bad motherfucker. He was a bad motherfucker. Cover a jet magazine. Right? Man. Right? But don't, like, couldn't you say that they, they, they could be related? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Back in the day, maybe so much, day, not so much. I don't know if Billy D really aged well. I'll tell you what, man, is, is with the new movie coming out in a couple months. The Coming to America 2? No, not that movie. The new Star Wars movie. Well, I mean, they are making Come to America too. They are making 2. Coming to America too. And if you listen to Evander Holyfield on Rogan, you would see that they filmed some of that at Evander Holyfield's old house, which is now Killer Mike's current house. Wait, are you talking about still Star Wars or no, 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 no. Coming to America too? No, the new Star Wars. Uh huh. Um, they're showing Lando, but like in the beginning, like they're. Like the beginning of the of the not the final trailer, but the trailer they've been showing before that. Right. They showed like they go like 
through the uh, through the years, and like they show little nip bits and pieces of nip of of the like you know of every of every movie, right? And always, every time, I get nostalgic whenever they play the first three because I can remember how excited I was as a as a kid and and like having the toys and I had like my. Did you see it when it first came out in yeah, the movies? Yes. Fuck your old. Seventy-seven. I was I was uh, four years old, and my mom's boyfriend brought me and her, and then afterwards he bought me this big comic book. Yeah. That was awesome. I wish I still had. It's funny because when I was growing up, I wasn't that big into it. I would like, but then when I finally got into it, I was like, man, how old was I? I had to be like ten. Eight or ten, something like that. When I no, I like eight. When I really, really got into it, and then I became obsessed, obsessed. I would read everything that I could, and then remember when they did that first reissue where they came out. They added like the extra scenes and the CGI, and it came out to the movie theaters. I remember always being the only one fucking there at the movies when it was coming out. That's when I know like I was. Remember when? What do you mean the only one? I was the only one in the movie theaters for everyone that when those first aired, I would be the only one in the movie theater. When there was the, you know where the Pollo Tropical is on um, Gateway in Congress uh-huh. next to LA Fitness? Yeah. Okay, that whole thing used to be a movie theater. It used to be. Yeah, I remember from, the right. LA Fitness was the movie theater. Right, so it used to be a movie theater. And I would go there all the time. And when those three movies came out, it was like one every week or one every month, right? I was always there and it was always just me. I watched Star Wars with the entire theater empty. It was the best. What time of the day did you go? I had to be like in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. On like a weekend. Whenever I went, yeah. they were packed. No, but see, that movie theater would get packed at night. But like in the middle of the afternoon on like a Saturday, Sunday, because that's the only time I got to do anything. That was the only thing that my parents would ever let me do by myself. Because I was never allowed to go hang out at people's houses or anything like that. I was the only person there. Yeah, I was a Star it was Wars the best. From Jump Street. So yeah. as soon as I was four, from then on, I was a Star Wars freak. You know what, though? Like, in my defense, when I first saw it, I saw it in Italian. So I didn't see the... Does the, it lose anything? Yeah, no. Most of the time, when you watch a movie in a different language, you definitely lose a lot of it. You're never going to see... You've never heard anyone say, oh, you know what, man? The, the German dub is definitely way better. No, you're never going to hear that. It's the original language is always going to be the best. Listen, when you watch Star Wars in Italian, you're going to be like, mm, okay. Because obviously the, the lips don't match and the, the way that the slang and some of the things right. that work like aren't going to be the same. It's not the same kind of quality like acting. Calling, calling somebody a... Fluffy nerf herder. Nerf herder, yeah, you scruffy headed nerf herder. Scruffy headed nerf herder. So imagine watching like Back to the Future in Italian. Or watching like Aliens had more of an impact on me than Star Wars did, but that's because it's an action movie. Right. And it's a scary movie. So a lot of it has to do with with the intensity and not so much with the dialogue, you know? Yeah. So it's it definitely. But I can remember. So like I remember with Star Wars, the cups coming out at Burger King. Yeah, I remember so the like, big Darth Vader black cup. Well, no, no, these these were like glasses, mm-hmm. and like um, there was like four for each. Every movie, four of them were came yeah. out, and and um, I found two of them. I bought them a couple years ago in a. Um, 
where was it? It was like a thrift store kind of a place down at like uh, Goodwill. The fest, no, the festival, the festival mall or whatever it is. Oh, uh, the mall of like yeah, the one in Delray. It's, it's, no, no, no. It's in, it's on the way. Like if if we're going to compete in in Coral Springs, it's right there. Off of the off of seventy five. Sample. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so it's I, right next to the Turnpike exit. Yeah, they have yeah. like a tur- like a little like. Uh, antique store in there and I found them I was like <gasps> I'm buying them they were like 17 bucks each I'm like shut up that's I'm pretty like, expensive for a cup yeah, but I mean but it, it, you, can't, you can't put a price on nostalgia yeah sure and you I, can like, $17 a cup <laughs> and I bought I probably would have paid 25 a cup no I probably would have done it too back in the day now I mean I, like you're... obviously I mean I bought these I was actually gonna buy when I went to Disney and they had the the regular Rebel one but it wasn't as good of a quality as this. Can you imagine that? At Disney, they didn't have as good of a quality as the ones that I got at fucking Best Buy. I was about to buy it, and then I realized how shitty it was. But they do have the uniform, the X-Wing pilot. Excuse me, uniforms. I was like, damn, I want to get one so bad. Who did you see yourself as? In the movie? I was definitely more of a Han Solo guy. I was more of a Luke. I think everybody wanted to be Luke. I was definitely more Han Solo. But whenever we played... Star Wars on the playground. Yeah, I wasn't Luke. Darth Vader. Wasn't Darth Vader. Job of the Hut. For Jabba. sure, you're a Job of the Hut. No, Job of the Hut. Were you Leia? No. Nope. Were you like slave outfit nope. Princess Leia? Nope. Where were you? I was the tallest kid. So Chewy. I was Chewy. What's wrong with being Chewy? Nothing. I think a lot of people would kill to be Chewy. Like, uh, yeah. I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't do uh, a Chewy noise I unless I anymore. yawn. Yeah. Um, but I was uh, always Chewy, but I always I always identified with uh, Luke until Luke got dark. Yeah, <laughs> Luke got the Jedi. dark. Yeah, he definitely got dark. And that was like, you know what happened with Mark Hamill? Why his career never really went past Star Wars? I don't know. He had a pretty good career. No, 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 no. He didn't have an acting career like where you saw his face after Star Wars, really. Because he got into a really bad car accident. He actually got into a car accident. I want to say it was between... Um, Empire and Jedi. It was between Empire and Jedi. And he got a huge scar on his face. Yeah. So the one that you see in the movie that's like basically like his. That's And that was like a whole big thing. So if you look at it, there's like a bunch of articles where it was just kind of like... But one of the most prolific voice actors. Oh, for sure. He had the best Joker voice best of all time. The best Joker voice of all time. I think everybody... Anybody who's anybody that does the Joker wants to somehow capture his laugh and his style of delivery as far as the Joker. And he it also, and some what's funny is, is he also played that same Joker voice when he played Cockknocker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jane and Silent Bob. Strike Back. Strike Back. He actually did it. He did the voice. I think his last uh, performance as the Joker was in the Mortal Kombat game. It was either killing the Killing Joke or Mortal Kombat game. It was one of those two. I was watching this whole thing the other day. But yeah, so if you, wa- if you watch the cutscenes, like you just look up on YouTube, Mortal Kombat Joker cutscenes, you hear his voice, and it's fucking dark. It's not like how he did it on the animated series. It's fucking dark. There was a scene that I still think about from this day that makes me laugh, and it was like Batman was chasing... Because that animated series was incredible. It was awesome. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Like, I um, 
I used to watch it all the time as an you know I was like 18 yeah 17 18 when that came out I watched it my first year in college like it used to come on at like four and I would always watch yeah. it and um but there was a scene where Batman was chasing him in, in, around this like uh old like carnival and <laughs> there's a scene of the Joker like standing like he's riding on a toy train and he's got his hands behind his back and he's just like he's just chilling it's one of the funniest yeah. things I don't know why it always makes me laugh you know what the best episode in that series was Mask of the Phantasm that was a good episode that was like towards the end that was a movie but yeah but no they did an episode I forget who I think it was when he was fighting um, the Riddler and he got into the maze and there was like the one like giant flying hand that would come in and like scoop him out like if he didn't like uh answer a question right it was a great episode man it was so good i gotta find it i'll send it to you but it was so good and watching since we're on the 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 subject after watching joker it's good i think i think the way dc can beat marvel is if they just go gritty like, like dirty, like, like dirty, realistic, gritty, realistic. Yeah, that's how you can compete with the with the MCU. Uh, What'd you think about Robert De Niro? Well, it, it, it's De Niro's De Niro, and it, it and it's like if you've ever seen the King of Comedy, mm. it, you it, like it makes sense. It's funny. It's right. Like, it's like a well, you know, Scorsese like started off on that. He was the uh, initial producer. For Joker. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was the initial producer. So you can tell that it's very Scorsese-esque. And then it just... He kind of just took that style. But a, a comedian produced that movie. Well, directed not that movie. a comedian, but a comedic... Writer. Writer and director. So, I mean... And they, no, no. Well, and here's the thing. It makes sense. Name. No, Todd, it's a great uh, movie. Todd uh, Phillips. Todd Phillips, yeah. But it makes sense that... A comedian can make something like that because he can dig into the darker side of comedy. Every comedian has got a dark, dark side. To yeah, them. because people there's a there's most people get into comedy or start being funny to hide something painful. Yeah, which you know I've always tried. That's always been my first that, line yeah. of defense is comedy. That's like I mean, whenever something's awkward, we both do it. When something's like super awkward or just. Oh, what's too the word emotional, like, too emotional, or just something that's like really like just fucked up, and then we'll be the first ones to crack a joke. Like, oh, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. Like, speaking like, of which, did like you s- that thing you posted today? How fucked up was that? Yeah, did, so, did, I, did you hear what? I, did you read what I wrote? Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> but so, just because obviously you guys haven't seen like my Facebook post, so I found this article of this French woman who went to the Polynesian Islands for what was it a honeymoon or something it was like a getaway it was didn't say it just said so she went there anyway and she was on a whale watching trip and they are allowed to swim in the waters while they're whale watching bad fucking idea off the bat i don't think so for sure no i mean don't get me wrong i would love to do it but the whole thing is there's been a lot of shark attacks an increase in shark attacks around those islands she got attacked by sharks they bit off both of her hands from like mid forearm so she lost both of her hands and they took a chunk out of her chest so the only reason she's alive is that she was lucky that two of the people that were on the same trip were nurses 
So she obviously just went into shock and whatever. But can you imagine you went on vacation, you lost both of your fucking hands and a titty? Yeah, that's it's it's a jacked up. It's it's, and after having Alex on the on the podcast, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if you don't know, she probably saw it coming and went. She like, went. Well, she probably she put probably her hands out. Pushed like this. Yeah. And then should have listened to the podcast. Yeah, she, that'll listen. Listen to Jujitsu <laughs> Radio. It'll save your life. It literally could have saved your life. Well, fuck, man! Like, can you imagine just? And they didn't even say what kind of shark it was. It was a white, you know, they did. It was a white tip. A white tip? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because the black tips are usually pretty skeeved out by people. They're squeamish. They, like, take off pretty quick. Well, most sharks are. It's like, it's I not, wouldn't say that. Yeah, they are. Uh-huh. Like, like the, most sharks don't want to mess with any any human. We're not food to them. Well, these guys did not think that way. So she lost. Man, can you imagine fucking losing both of your arms? Well, imagine. Here's the weird part. Here's what you got to think of. Uh, imagine thinking that your body parts are becoming poop. Yeah, that's pretty weird, it's right? It's weird, right? Yeah. So that's what's happening. Her it's very body, Hannibal Lecter-ish. Yeah, it's like her body, her hands are going through the shark's and her booby. Yeah. Going through the shark's digestive tract. And will come out the, the the shark's butt. Don't they take a while to digest too? Oh, I have no idea. You gotta ask Alex that. I'm like, man, that'd be so fucked up. Like, how do you fly home? What are what are the logistics of getting back home after something like that? You get on the plane and you how wa- how walk. do you? I mean, you're she not gonna heal bite up. Bite off her feet. You're not yeah right. You're not gonna heal up in time. To oh no, she's gonna be stuck there for a while. Yeah. So you lose automatically that flight. You're not making any money. So there go all your savings, if you had any. A lot of people go on vacation, and that's like that, just that little bit of budget. Man. And what what is she going to do? Like, what if she worked with her hands? I'm, I'm sure she did something with her Everybody hands. Everybody works with their hands unless she does something kinky. But, man, you want to hear a funny story? So, like, thinking about fucking up on vacation. So when we lived in Italy, we would go for, like, two weeks because we didn't live close to the ocean or to the Mediterranean, rather. So we would leave for like a week, two weeks, and we'd go camping by the by the sea or whatever, by the Mediterranean. And I remember, like, we're in the campground or whatever. Like, I'm playing tag with some kids there, and my sister and my dad, like, joins in. So we start playing tag. So he starts chasing after me, and I started running. And for whatever reason, I stopped and I had my foot just like stretched out behind me. He ran into me, smashed his foot into mine, broke his foot. So we had to go to the hospital. I remember sitting in the hospital. My dad came out with like a big cast on his foot. I was like, well, there goes the fucking vacation. Man, I still remember to this day. I haven't brought that up in forever. I just remember that. Like, you know, you get those flashes yeah, of like. jacked up things. A lot of people. Well, think about it. If you go on vacation, you're tending, you, you tend to be doing riskier things. You're doing like, things out of the, the norm. Out of the norm, but like... You never got injured on vacation? No. Ever? No. Never? Not... No. Really? No, not a... You take boring fucking thing. vacation. And I've... No, I've... And I've done stuff like, you know, I've gone uh, kayaking. I've gone um, hiking in, 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 in the rainforest. I've done, you know, I've done a lot of stuff. It's just... What's the most dangerous thing you've ever done? Besides skydiving and budget jumping? Like something maybe that afterwards you didn't realize how dangerous it was. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know because there's like, well, I, I, the the one story that I've told you, I've tell everybody about about the the uh, the roller coaster in New Jersey where it was the hanging roller coaster. The hanging roller coaster. I t- I, I, oh where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where like you were holding out on the bottom. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. that's the closest I come to death, and the closest. I like, told you I got stuck on two of the rides at Disney in California, right? Oh, we didn't talk that much about no, ADCC. No, 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 no. We about, yeah, so like I went to Disney by myself in uh, in California. So it was like Friday. I didn't have shit to do. It's a lot smaller than Disney World, It's right? a lot smaller. Like I went, so there's two parks. There's Disneyland and then there's Adventure Park. So I went to Adventure Park. And Adventure Park is pretty much just like... It's like a, a a fair on steroids, and they take like bits and pieces of other parks in here in Orlando, and they kind of put it on there. So they have a little miniature uh, Hollywood Studios and a couple other stuff. So I got in at eight o'clock in the morning, and because I was by myself, I went through ninety percent. I was at eighty-five to ninety percent of the rides, and I was done by one o'clock. So if you really want to go and enjoy Disney, single rider is the fucking way to do it. There was I went on the Cars ride. Lonely rider. Oh man. I went on the Cars ride and it was a 70 minute wait. I walked in from the gate when I walked in to when I got onto the car, maybe 30 seconds. Minute tops. I just walked straight on there like single rider, go. So I went on it once, did it, had a fucking blast. Great fucking ride. So then, like, went, had lunch, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that again. I get on the ride. This time it took a little bit longer. It's like 90-minute wait. Get on, and it's me and a family of four and this other random single rider dude. And this family had these two kids. And the kid in the back, super screaming, super scared. He didn't want to go in there whatever. So I'm just kind of cracking jokes with them. Kid next to me having a fucking blast. He was all about it. So, like, I told him, I was like, oh, I've gotten unstuck on rides before all the time. Just joking. Next thing you know, so you go through this whole thing. It tells the story. And before the ride really gets going, the fast part, all of a sudden it goes, just jams. So there's a section where you either go left or right. So it just alternates, you know, for whatever. Um, Because you're supposed to race another car. It just jams. So I'm sitting there joking around like, oh, we should get going soon, whatever. And all of a sudden, they flip the lights on and they come out and uh, two of the, the Disney attendants come out. They're like, so we're going to actually have to get you to get out of the car. I'm like, no fucking way. I've wanted this my whole life. I wanted to get stuck on a Disney ride. So they get us out of the car. The only car that gets taken out was ours. So we have to walk through the entire ride. I'm filming this whole fucking thing. I'm filming everything. They didn't say anything to you? No. So, like, they didn't see me because I was in the back. Everybody was gone. So they were just guiding us through. I'm just blah, 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 filming. As soon as we get out back to the main part where everybody gets on on the ride, this lady starts yelling at me, Sir, please get off the phone. Turn off your camera now. I'm like, too late, bitch. I already filmed everything. I already got it all. So I was like, sorry. So... Mind you, this whole 90-minute line of people, they're waiting, too, because the whole ride is stopped. So the first thing I do, I'm like, 
Sorry, guys. It's my fault. I yelled. I was like, so sorry, guys. It's my fault. Sorry, sorry. I have never been looked at so dirty by so many people. Because it, it wasn't really my fault. But I took the hit. Oh, it was, I felt so good just to watch people be so pissed. But they put us back on a ride and it's fucking done. And from there, went straight to ADCC. The closest I came. Well, I never got stuck. But I almost got kicked out for riding. So me and my boys... This was I was 13. We went up to uh, Disney mm-hmm. with my handbell choir. Oh boy! I you would hand, be someone that did handbell choir. Played handbells, and we were sitting on the back. You were of, probably you were probably the D flat, right? No, I can't remember what I played. <laughs> um, I started at the big ones, and then I worked my way down to the littler ones. Um, but uh, we were sitting on the back of the boat, uh-huh. like out of the seat. What boat? The Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, right. Caribbean? Caribbean, Caribbean. Okay. Tomato, tomato. Continue. We're sitting on the back of it, and we're having a blast. Yeah. And we're singing, and we're singing, like, uh, uh, we're singing the yo-ho, yo. Like, we were just, it was a great time. And while we're sitting, I was in the middle. They were on either side, and all of a sudden, I saw a flashlight. And I (laughs) I got down into the boat, and my and my. My buddy Ed was sitting up top there, and uh, Ed goes, and it's sitting like he's singing and he's dancing, and all of a sudden the lights hit him, and he's like a deer in the bed. Sit down now. And so then he sat down, and then then we we, uh, we when we get to the end of the ride, yeah. they pull us off to the side and say, "We know we can kick you out for what you're doing. You guys want to be? Li- you guys want to leave, or do you always want to stay?" I'm like we we're good, we're good, you know. Yeah. But that was that was the. I almost lost became. my finger on that ride. I literally almost lost like my fingers on that ride. How? So when you first get on the boat, this was, man, I had to be like 12, 14. My whole family, we get, you know, they put you in on the boat and there's rails on the outside of the boat in the water. So like they tell you, don't put your hands in the fucking water. So I put my hand in the water, just splashing around between the boat and the rail. And as I'm sitting there, like a guy is yelling at me. He's like, get your hand out of the water. Get your hand out of the water. And my mom yanks me. She's like, don't you hear him? As she pulls me, my hand comes out of the water. The fucking thing clamps onto the boat. So that like, yeah, the thing just goes. Doof. I'm like, <gasps> like, it literally just went snap. It's one of my favorite rides. Though. It's a great ride. The one in California is actually pretty fun, too. It's totally different. Well, they well they added Johnny Depp to this. to to. I think they have it. I can't remember. No, they have it in that one too, but it's totally different on the on the setup. So a couple of things are are the same, but they don't have like the drop. They don't they have don't the have, drop? No, they have a couple of different things. And it's the way the you get onto the ride. So like the one here, I'm trying to remember, it's like you know you go into like an old Spanish kind of yeah, like yeah. Thing. in that one, you're walking into like a Victorian house and in the like in the line the boats are literally like this far away. Their arms reach away. It's the craziest setup. It's you can tell it's an old part. Right, right, right. The haunted mansion is really cool because you're going into an old Victorian house. They're literally right next to each other, but it's like an old, old house. Not like the one that here where you have to walk all the way through. No, it's it looks like an old fucking house. Yeah, it's because they, they they were like, well, we're gonna set this the sucker off, right? Yeah. No, when this they, one over here. They built Disneyland yeah. or Disney World. Yeah, and you know, like Epcot was supposed to be a whole city. Yeah, that was supposed. To, they were supposed. To, that was supposed, supposed to be, to be what, a legitimate city. That was supposed to be what um, 
Tomorrowland or not tomorrow. The city of the celebrity, future. Celebrity. Yeah. Uh, celebration. Celebration. Yeah. That yeah. was supposed to be Epcot. Yeah. Well, it it was supposed to be an actual livable city. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, so no man, ADCC was fucking dope. Yeah, we never really talked about it, but ADCC was dope. Like the first night, a Friday night was when they just did like the introductions of everybody. Um, they did a pretty cool presentation. There wasn't that many people there. I was really surprised. Not that many people were there for Well, think it. about it. Like, people that normally go to that are, are go to, a, go to like, the Worlds or the Pan Ams are people who are competing and their family members. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't the case with this one. This one was, like... Well, that's because not yeah. a lot of people get to compete in Most it. Most people were there were from just California, where they're all, like, in the yeah. area. I think me, other than the competitors, like you're saying, other than the competitors... Um, me, uh, Brandon from Orlando, um, and his buddy, not that many people came from, from outside of California to, to watch it, to be quite honest. I was kind of surprised because I'm like, man, this, how often do you get to see this? Otherwise they're doing it in all these other crazy parts of the world. But so they did that when I didn't go to the rules meeting, uh, to be honest, I completely spaced out and forgot about that. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday, I spent the entire day sitting down. I snuck down the first day. I was in the nosebleeds. My ticket was the nosebleeds, but I snuck down to the middle tier because I didn't really want to push it. So I spent the whole day like this, covering my wrist. They came and checked it. Um, they didn't say anything. The second day, they, I got caught early. Someone narked on me. For sure, someone narked on me because like, I was sitting next to a bunch of dudes from like 10th Planet saturday so like the second day i was thinking i'll just sit next to these same people we're all in the same section and i for sure one of them said hey that guy's not supposed to sit there because she came beeline straight for me wasn't even there like because i scope everything out she came straight for me you can't be here i'm like the fuck really and i look at the guy smirking like motherfucker like come on i'm minding my own fucking business but turns out in my section where i ended up sitting on the on the third story the best i could see everything you could see everything so there was really no bad seat in the house right it was an awesome venue they definitely picked the right venue it was an awesome awesome venue it wasn't the the main convention center it's like an arena off to the side yeah it doesn't doesn't need to be that big i mean no what they have they had four mats the whole time three 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 mats going non-stop the only time that it wasn't um full three mats was the super fight and uh, a couple of the finals. Was there? Did you sit next to anybody famous? Um, no. It turned out like Al from Want versus Need was sitting like a little bit far behind me. I didn't get to talk to him. Um, I told you uh, I ended up actually the first night. I ended up becoming friends with Lachlan Giles's coach. Oh yeah, that's right. So super cool dude. He's actually he said he's going to be on the podcast. I got to hit him up. He wants to be on the podcast. Um, to talk about a little bit of jiu-jitsu, but something totally different that you're actually going to dig. Um, but no, nobody really, like, famous or I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, there was, like, because half the people I already knew. Like, I already knew Gordon. Uh, like, I knew Cyborg. I knew Wagner. I knew JT. They're all like, you know, I said what's up to everybody. Um, said what's up to Orlando. Uh, talked to Tim Spriggs for a little bit. Uh, Edwin Najmi. But most of the other guys, like the bigger guys, like I kind of already knew one form or another, you know. So it wasn't anything big for me. And there's the biggest thing was 
there was a lot of Atos guys who were just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Like that was the one thing is like so one thing that happened was the beginning of the the super fight with Galvao. Uh-huh. Like a couple of people were saying stuff and it was super quiet. It was dead quiet. And then I hear one guy who's like, Don't eat all the acai. <laughs> and then like one Atos guy behind me was like, shut the fuck up, idiot. Meanwhile, everybody's like laughing. He's trying to sit there and be like, this is how dumb. And I hope he fucking hears this. He's a fucking idiot. This guy, anytime that someone were like related to Atos was competing, all he kept on yelling, heavy hands, light feet, heavy hands, light feet. Like, bro, first of all, heavy shit. hands. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, that's the worst fucking advice. It means absolutely fucking nothing. Second of all, shut the fuck up. He's got a coach down there. You're fucking nobody. Like, I don't care who you are. If you're not down there right now, you're fucking nobody. So just stop. Like, heavy, like, if I was, if I was yelling. Was it boxing? (laughs) If I was yelling at you in in a jujitsu tournament, Sean, heavy hands, light feet. Would you not look at me? I would like, look at you like, what? what the fuck are you talking? What are you talking? Unless about? it's an inside joke where I'm fucking with you or something, it would make no sense. It's like heavy hands. Are you, are you gonna smack them? No, it's you're not gonna be doing that. Heavy hands, light feet. Heavy hands, light feet. That's all he kept yelling. I'm like, please shut the fuck up. Like, come on, man. But then, like, once he won, all the Atos people like rushed the the floor and stuff. It was that. It was cool. The funny part was. So on the first floor, I saw, um, oh, fuck, what's his face? Um, Henry Cejudo and not Vinny Magalesh. Uh, I think he was there. Dylan Dennis? No, not Dylan. No, Dylan wasn't there. Dylan was nowhere to be found there. Um, fuck, what is Fabricio? Fabricio Verdun was down there, and he's, like, sitting there, like, starting people chanting and just fucking around, making people laugh. By the way. Only one person requested a photo with Henry Cejudo. Nobody gave a fuck who he was. He just kept walking by and no one gave a shit. Um, but Which for, is a shame. Dude's double champ. Yeah, whatever. He, at that weight size, like, nobody gives a shit. Um, no, so Fabricio was trying to get everybody to start doing the wave. He just starts like, yeah, and nobody was doing it. Like, nobody wanted to do it. Braulio Estima is like, fuck this. He gets up, grabs his phone, he's like, one, two, three. And then he started the wave. So they were doing the wave for like 10 minutes. They kept on getting people to do the waves. It was fucking great. There's matches going on. It's like, he didn't give a shit. He just went and he started to do the wave. It was fucking hilarious. Um, I mean, everybody was there. Eddie was there. Anderson Silva was there. Didn't even see him. Supposedly he was there. Like, he was sitting in the back. What about, uh, I'll go Hanach. I didn't see Hanach. I saw him in Orlando, though. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, fuck everybody. Um, I mean, I, it's funny because I walked right past everybody, and I didn't. I'm not a fanboy. Like, I'm never like that. Like, I would have loved to get a like photo with some of these people, but that's not me. The only person I got a photo with is like Wagner, Cyborg, and JT. Everybody else, I didn't really give a shit. But like, they're my friends, so I wanted to sit there and get a photo with them. But. Um, Marcelo Garcia was there. Walk right past him. He See, was I would take. A, I would take a picture with Marcelo. I would, but I mean, but like, he would like honestly though. Like when it comes to taking pictures, like I think it's dumb, except for people who, to me, are 
Like, I would not only take pictures with people who I consider legends. Yeah. And, like... But I don't get anything out of like that. Like, the, the only know? person... Like, I can tell you, within the last ten years, the only person who I said I need to have a picture with was Boss Rudin. Yeah, and I hung out with him the other day. Yeah, I didn't, we didn't talk about that either, the karate combat stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I hung out with him the other day. Wait till you see the videos and stuff that I have. I, like, I have... When we did karate combat, like, I went to do the weigh-ins, and I'm just hanging out, I'm filming, so I start filming, and I ask him, all right, boss, give me some crazy stories that nobody fucking knows yet, that you've never told anybody. And he starts, him and uh, Kenny start giving me, like, stories that I was fucking dying laughing. So I'm going to put those out pretty soon, so make sure you, you're following me on uh, on uh, Instagram at Sunder Marketing, because I'm going to put those videos out. But... Boss is one of the coolest fucking people you'll ever meet. Hands down, one of the nicest guys. If you ask him, if you went up to him and say, hey, boss, serious question. Like, I'm working on something. Like, I, he could be in the middle. As long as you're not interrupting him while he's working. But he is in a, if he's in the middle of a conversation, just bullshitting with someone, say, hey. And I've literally done this. Like, you know, what'd your advice be if I was doing that? He, bro, he will sit there and give you a little mini seminar right then and there. He'll do it. He'll stop. He's like... When the first time I met him was at the World Series of Fighting in um, Daytona, Stephanie, the Santana, like, she asked him to do a voicemail for, for her phone. He's like, sure. Uh, you know what? Let's just go outside. He took the time in the middle of watching the fights and having dinner to go outside, record a voicemail for her just so she could have it and came back in. That's the kind of guy is fucking nicest person in the world. And like it's hilarious because like I've I've talked to him and I've hung out with him so many times, and it's uh it's just one of those things that like that's the one like one of those few people that I'll get fanboyish about. Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, don't be a fanboy, don't be a fanboy, and I still get a fucking fanboy just because he's fucking he's a great fucking human being. Yeah, I he um. By the way, check out Karate Combat. Like, just go to the website because they're not on Fight Pass anymore. But it was a good fucking event. You would have dug it. I think next time I go, I'll bring you up there with me. Yeah. If they, yeah, if it's local, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, we're going to do it up in Orlando again, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd love to go to that. Maybe we can do a podcast from it. Yeah, podcast for sure we can. Car. Yeah, for sure. You can do um, it. Yeah, there's a few people who I would kind of fanboy out. Uh, he would, you know, he's one of them. Um, probably... Probably Eddie. Eddie like would be fun. I'd like to talk to Eddie. I don't know um, how approachable he would really be. I feel like he he would be a little bit more standoffish. Geo came up. That's the other thing. Like when I was sitting next to the Tenth Planet guys, like Geo came up to start to talk to him. Super nice. Super. And I mean, I've met him before when uh, when the, we did Kasai in Orlando. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know. The, the uh, World Series of Jiu-Jitsu will We start. should get Boogeyman. I should hit up Boogeyman. I think, yeah, yeah, I did talk to him about being on the podcast. You want to talk to Boogeyman? I'll talk to any. I'll talk to everybody. Yeah, let's get Boogeyman on the podcast. It'd be talk cool. Talk about Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Great movie. Who, so who else would you fanboy? I know. Who else? Oh, no, it was a good movie. Breaking was pretty good. It's it's a good There's cheesy no, movie. Breaking 2 is no Beat Street. You know, it's the first time I watched... Um, the electric boogaloo was on the tour bus with rusted root. Oh, weird. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. We were in Melbourne 
and uh, we were just hanging out that night and I go into the into the bus and the drummer and uh, um, Corey and the guitar player Dirk were just sitting there I'm like the fuck are you guys watching I was like oh electric boogaloo I'm like what sat there and watched the entire Breaking movie too um you know what's funny is I'm, I've been watching Big Mouth Big on Mouth. Netflix Never watched it. It is the most hilarious. Oh, thing that cartoon, ever. right? Yeah, with Nick Crawl. Fuck that guy. I won't watch anything. He, he he's like he annoys the shit out of me. I'm telling you, it's him and John Mulaney. It is incredible. But they did rust the, the one dad's a stoner, and he yeah. all he listens to is rusted root, and he. <laughs> It's 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 a it's an incredible show. Yeah, incredible. I watched like like one it's both funny. Like, it's both funny and and um, like meaningful. Did you watch Bill Burr? The Bill Burr uh, F is family. No, it's pretty good. Yeah, I heard, I heard I, that's good. I think you would actually like relate to it a little bit. You know, you know what else is? I bet I watched the entire season on Saturday. What? Paul Rudd has a new show called Living with Yourself. Uh, I haven't heard it. It is, I, again, I ended up watching seven episodes Saturday night, really? going to bed at like one thirty in the morning because I couldn't stop. I'm like, how many more? I go, I can't watch anymore. I only had one more episode to go. I've watched it Sunday. It was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Never even heard it. I don't watch that much TV anymore. Even I don't like watch, I don't watch it either. But like when you're, when I, I, I was going to go out, but I didn't feel really good. I was yeah. going to go to Oktoberfest on Saturday. Oh, man. You missed out. It was pretty good. This but year. I wasn't feeling good, so I yeah. just turned on Netflix. We went uh, You went the, the first week before. Week. Yeah. I didn't think you. I thought you already had plans, so I didn't bother inviting mm. you. It was like, you know what? It, what sucks is... They, as crowded as it gets, like it just it feels like it's only got a couple of years left before they just say fuck it, we're not gonna do it anymore. It really Why? feels like it, I don't know. It just feels like they don't care, like they don't really care. They don't put in the effort. They do care because that's that's what that's gets their moneymaker. That's their moneymaker. No, keep I know them. for a fact that that they make their entire money for the year for yeah. that. Um, Ooh, by the way, speaking of which, I got back my ancestry.com. I thought you said ancestry. Like no, what? No, no, no. Man, I didn't realize I drank so many of these. Sorry. If I keep burping on the mic, I apologize. It's just I'm super thirsty. I just finished training. We started doing uh, nogi's uh, Tuesday and Thursday. By the way, I'm a total nogi white belt. Well, by the way, I am so white. It's not even funny. Caucasian-y. So here's my breakdown. Now, let me read this. All right. So Sean is... 33% England, Wales, and Northwest European, which is like pretty much anybody that's Caucasian. German, 27% Germanic Europe, which is basically the same thing. 14% Italian. 12% Ireland and Scotland. 9% France. You definitely got a little French in you. Uh, 3% Swedish. 2% Norway. See other regions tested. There's no. There, that's just a picture. Let me look at the. Oh, it's just a picture. Yeah. Open it up. I want to read it. It it, it doesn't say anything. Oh. But what's so do you funny feel is, like you got anything out of that? Here's the map. Right. So like some people's maps are like big, like like Erica. Right. She's she's got her came back. She's got stuff from Northern Africa. No, like it makes she, sense. She, so she's got like some, but me, I'm like. My my entire family 
tree. Yeah, it's all up it's there. It's all like within a two thousand mile radius. No, it makes sense. And it, like, there's even some in Iceland too. So it's like, so like my, I was su- super surprised mm. at how much English I had in me. Why? Because I didn't. That that was the only person I knew that had English in them was my grandfather. Yeah, but you got to look at the. It makes sense, not just because of your build, but because of just the way that the well, migration no, was. Well, I'm basically the Aryan ideal. Yeah. It's it's like, you got to be kidding me. Like, there's no, like... There's no, if no you're blonde, flavor. if you have blonde hair, that's where you're from. Yeah, that's there's no, there's no, like, ethnic flavor. Like, even the Italian, I'm sure, is, like... Like Roman Italian, not even like. Well, even then, like that's the Moors. Like so, it's there's there. Well, the Moors didn't get there until, you know. Right. It's just it just splits up. So like when you get in, into Italian, that's like where you draw the line. I'm surprised. Well, that makes sense. Like you don't have any like Spaniard in you either. I think mine. I've never done it. Was it like a hundred bucks? It was. I don't know. I got it for Christmas a couple of years uh, ago. So like I think mine would probably have a lot of like Spanish, Italian, and like just mostly like central european like that like maybe a little bit like northern african and below the belt but other than that it was interesting though like like you know it's just what what <laughs> but didn't they say like didn't they prove that that thing is bullshit what yeah ancestry.com i don't know pretty sure no i mean like the DNA, 99 DNA is- and was it 99 and me or whatever it is like they, they pretty much said that that's bullshit. Aren't you paranoid that they take your stuff and now now you're on the databank? What are they gonna do? Now you're on the databank. So what? They, they know they, if they, they if anybody wants anything of you, they can just go on the internet and figure it out. It's like, what else are you gonna you gonna make a clone of me? Awesome. There'll be another awesome person out there <laughs> with all the deficiencies. Well, and what's funny is is that Paul Rudd show uh-huh. is about a clone. Really? And what they do is they scrub the DNA and they only make, like, they only, it puts the best parts in the clone. Why would you want to do that? Then you have, you literally made someone that's but better that's than a, you. That's not what they, it's not what they, you don't know that they're making a clone. Oh, I It's you. really, it's a really good show. Like, I'll, I I'll highly, check out an episode or I two. highly recommend watching it. I'm just waiting for the new episodes of Rick and Morty. I still got to catch up on new, new episodes of South Park. But I'm just waiting for the new episodes of yeah, Rick I can't, and Morty. I, I don't watch any of that because I only have Netflix and... You don't Prime. have Hulu? No. It's called Bootleg Sun. But I am going to get um, Disney Plus. Oh, I'm so getting that? Because all that Star Wars... like Everything that you that you and I watch is on there. Well, And what's funny is, is I've been really getting into the Star Wars... Lore lore because of the comic books the comic books that that uh marvel's been putting out have been incredible the ones they did on vader um they got like all these comic books are just i like the dark horse comic stuff yeah like shadows of the empire these are actually better i'm telling you you know mark hamill started up his own comic book company no i did not know yeah he had he has his own comic book store in new york and then he's i'm pretty sure he started his own comic book company so he's he's all about that stuff, man. He knows where the money was at. That's why he's doing fine. Um, told you I've been doing the photo shoots for Tatami. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally got those done. So I did. I had Gilbert shoot. Oh, and I had to do Polaris. I filmed for Polaris the other day too. The the next Polaris card, uh, 
Polaris 12. I did Gilbert's photo shoot last, not this past weekend, the weekend before, seven hours straight of Why shooting. so much? We had so much stuff to shoot, man. I came out with so many photos. Did they pay him to do that? Or they just That's not my business. They pay me to take photos, but what they pay him or whatever is not my business. I never asked that. That's not not for well, me I'm to know. Well, I'm just wondering. I mean, obviously, it must to seven hours of your day. I mean, it depends. Like, I can tell you from experience of working with athletes in general, depending on the sponsorship that you have dictates on what happens in that situation. Um, like, I know some athletes don't get paid as much as others but they work at a deal where let's say for example you sponsor me right you have a a geek company you sponsor me and i say hey instead of paying me x amount pay me a little less but give me the geese and everything super cheap and then i can sell those in my academy or sell them whatever and i can make my money that way and you end up if you if you're smart you can make up a, a lot more money that way because for example if let's say you were only going to pay me 500 bucks a month right i'm like okay how about you only pay me like 200 bucks a month but you give me all these geese super cheap like let's say 20 bucks 40 bucks each and then i go flip them i'm selling a gee 100 bucks 120 bucks a pop to my students or whatever man i i'm banking five g's a month easy no way easy oh for sure no way yeah. No, you're not going to sell that many geese. Yeah, Sean. No, you aren't. Not, don't look at it in just like in the in the school because I can put them online. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm not just talking about like, so yeah, it depends yeah, you, on what you, you do. Because you were saying students. I was like. No, no, no. Well, you're going to sell yours to the students anyway, like for that entry one or whatever. But I've we've flipped geese online before. I've flipped them. I still flip a couple of my show your roll geese here and there. Like, so it's. It's lucrative if you do it right, if you do it smart. Um, but no, it's seven hours straight, man. And we got actually some really dope fucking photos. So if you go and follow Gilbert or you see my, my stuff online um, on on Instagram, you'll see a lot of cool ones. And then we did um, Herbert and Irwin actually helped me out on this one. Herbert came out and we did it over here at Combat Club Sunday night. Um two hours like it knocked out some stuff really quick because he only had to do a couple but man fucking i've been going non-stop i've been burning the candle on both ends the last three weeks yeah so i'm definitely looking and then would i filmed polaris at aj souza's on friday night who's, who's competing there gilbert gilbert's competing so like i just uh, hung out i basically hung out with gilbert all last week if i wasn't working i was working with gilbert um but it was cool, man. It was. I saw a couple of people I haven't seen in a while. I saw Ari, um, Jose, and everybody else. Uh, they got some some savages I ran into in there. Ari, Ari a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he was telling me that you guys ended up talking for like two like hours. Two hours hanging out, hanging out at Bagels with. Yeah, it's funny, but no, man. There's, it's that's the one thing that people don't realize when it comes to to sponsorships. Depending on the level of the sponsorships you have, you have to put in work. You can't just sit there and say, "Oh, give me free stuff." You have to put in work. And listen, Gilbert and I fucking crushed it that day. Just And it was raining. It was pouring. It was that day where it was just pouring nonstop. We were both just sweating our asses off. And he was modeling 
sweaters and sweatpants. <laughs> so he was dying. And it was all fresh new stuff. So all the felt and stuff was oh, taken on. Oh, yeah. Man. So if you want to learn how to be a professional, man, just pay attention to what Gilbert does because we Gilbert's everywhere. Out. He doesn't just rest on the USC laurels. Yeah. He's well, doing he, everything. He hit number 15, and now he's he actually flew to Singapore Monday to corner MJ at the UFC Singapore card. Comes back. He's going to go to New York to corner Vicente. So I'm going to run into him in New York next weekend. I'll be up in New York, by the way, so my New York people. Who's, I'll let who, your boy. who's MJ fighting? Uh, I don't remember. Look it up. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll do the podcast next. Yeah, or, yeah whatever. Actually, no, I, just, I would I, have to call I, this I, one. Like, I, like, hit the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, man, I've been running nonstop since 5 o'clock this morning. Yeah, be, yeah. That's, I, I've been waking up at 5, going to the gym or going swimming, and then going to work, I've, it's, and then going to work and teaching, and then... It's tough being an adult, huh? It sucks. I wouldn't know about that, man. You really are hitting the wall. Yeah, like my eye, like I can't, I can't see. <laughs> you gave me the look like someone that just took a bunch of LSD. You're like, <laughs> no, my eyes are to, popping. I'm just try, like everything's got halos around it, you know. Oh man, toughen up, Buttercup. Let's I'm go. Trying. All right, well, we'll call it a quit then, because uh, otherwise I could go talking about those photo shoots for a while. Listen. Thank you again, everybody, for supporting the podcast. Appreciate it. I want to just say appreciate to everybody that listens to the podcast uh, while you're working on your side hustle um, or, you know, when you're doing your, your hobbies and stuff. Uh, it actually means a lot to us that you uh, let us in your ear holes uh, when you're doing that. Let us in your ear holes. Yeah. Um, shout out to our sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Choke Aloha Giraffe Choke Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., and don't forget to check out diamondmma.com. Get yourself a cup. Protect these nuts. And uh, protect all. Protect these yeah, nuts. All of them. Yo Remind nuts. me. I gotta find the. I gotta find that video I was telling you about about the the cup that shattered for Ooh. the cricket player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking hilarious story. All right. You got anything else for the people? Got nothing. All right. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Here's the deal, I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators.